today's episode of the Conspiracy Manifest. Yeah, I'm going to need some backup. These aren't politicians. These are corrupt officials running Iraq. These are totally corrupt people. Hello again, and welcome back to the Conspiracy Manifesto. I'm so happy you're here. Whether you're new or old, welcome. This is actually the show's three-month anniversary, and I'm happy. I'm happy with the direction that it is growing in, and I'm happy for today's topic. This is something that has intrigued my interest for quite some time, and this is the concept of free energy and the great electric conspiracy. Before that, I have a couple of announcements. One being that the trial selection for Ghislaine Maxwell has begun. So make sure that you keep your eyes peeled as the trial begins to unravel and hopefully some secrets will be spilled. Hopefully they'll have diligent security as well, honestly, so we don't have another staged suicide on our hands and no justice for the victims. If you listen to the podcast on Podbean or Buzzsprout, this is just a notice that I will be leaving those platforms, unfortunately, just for the time being, because once you reach a episode maximum, you have to pay a monthly subscription, which doesn't make sense to me at this point financially, so Spotify, Apple, Google, everything just comes straight from Anchor, which I use, and that's all free. So episodes will continue to go up there every week, and that's where I get 90% of my listens anyway, so it just makes more sense to me to stick to those. Our third announcement today is actually a fairly good segue because in Japan, a group called SkyDrive has actually put in an application to patent and get a certification through the state's Department of Transportation in Japan to get a flying car certified to be sold and marketed to the average citizen. So that would be incredible. The group is called SkyDrive and the car is called SD03, also known as the flying car. So look that up if you want to know more about that. So let's get into today's topic. This is a subject that I have been passionate about for quite a few years now because I strongly believe that we should be able to have renewable energy networks that stretch across the entire world and cost nothing to the user to consume and also does not have the ecological impact that oil does. This world free of oil would reduce so much suffering. And obviously not all of it, because we haven't been able to get rid of corporate greed yet. But it would revolutionize the way that we run our cities and live our lives. Most of the world relies on crude oil as their major source for electrical energy. For which the US and China are the largest consumers of. Crude oil exists in liquid or gaseous forms, in underground pools, 
near the Earth's surface and can be really dangerous on tectonic plates to extract. And oil is just dirty. We've seen those oil spills in the driveway and the big ones that happen in the ocean. I mean, it's archaic on many levels that we continue to use fossil fuels. One of them being that they're a limited resource. Extractors have taken and taken with no consolation for the impact on the planet. And this brings me to the very first conspiracy, which is the fossil fuel conspiracy. In the 90s, General Motors actually released notice that soon electric vehicles would be on the market, the EV1 and the EV2. But soon after release, the cars were deemed not of demand and they were pulled from the market and found demolished in an impound nearby. Even people who had been leasing the cars from the bank, they were all recalled, towed, and demolished. There's footage in the documentary, Who Killed the Electric Car, which is from 2006. Hundreds of people come together to sign petitions and try to get the cars back on the market and prove to GM that there is a demand. Even this one lady in California rounded up 80 people to offer General Motors $1.9 million for the remaining 78 vehicles they had on the lot, and GM refused. Texaco, which is an oil giant, actually bought the entire Avonix nickel metal hydride battery business and all the patents that go with it from General Motors. They allowed this to be used in camera and laptop batteries, but specifically refused to license it to anybody in a size large enough for electric vehicles until the lithium battery was discovered, which is what Tesla uses today. And it's honestly not the best option either. Technically, the lithium is non-renewable and mining practices in Africa and other countries where this is mined have been known to be fairly unethical and use miners or slave labor. So there's definitely some problems there, pretty big downsides to Tesla. But because of GM and Texaco, electric vehicles were delayed from markets 15 years sooner and it could have been available to us. And even still today, Tesla is the only true company providing electric vehicles. And its stocks are being manipulated, manipulated and shorted $5.5 billion every day by big oil companies and lobbyists in the stock market. And these are really big blows, even though Tesla makes really good money. This could put even a giant out of business. And up until recently, Tesla's stock was always known to be pretty risky or unworthy even. So still, the campaign against electric vehicles is massive. Still in 2021, there's a massive amount of misinformation about electric vehicles and solar energy and just a general consensus that this technology is too confusing and unreliable. And fears around the battery running out on long trips, which I can totally understand. 
and wanted to understand more for myself. And with time, likely there will be more charging stations as it becomes more necessary and understood. But we're extremely conditioned to believe that oil is superior in efficiency, that nothing in this world is free. And in order to have luxuries like heat and water, they have to be purchased. And no source of energy exists more efficient than fossil fuels, which is just not true. But this structure of thinking is now the foundation for our entire economy. And the brainwashing runs deep from a really early age, learning to do oil changes and maintaining an oil combustion engine from a very early age. And for many, it becomes a really sexy hobby or, you know, like the, the car scene is really idolized, especially among males. And it's a bonding experience too with our parents or with the people in our life that teach us things and they teach you how to replace your fluids and take it in to get maintenance and we get so excited to get our license or learn how to drive stick. Like this is shown in movies and TV and it's totally the standard as to a part of growing up and so it's conditioned in our head and a huge reason why so many people are so comfortable with it and too afraid of change. Plus, all these industries are so in interconnected. If you watch the New World Order episode, I go into how the many, if not all, of the big industry leaders are owned by the same shareholders. And they all have strong fingers in politics all over the world. I hate to break it to you if you're new to the conspiracy world, but most politicians and governments can and are bought. If I haven't proved that enough, just let me know in the comments and I will send you more evidence on this matter. Wherever you live, let me know the country and I will send you all the corruption that I could find as well as the oil industry and how it basically owns the land that you live on. So another big conspiracy here, another company also owned within the same sector are our electrical companies and providers and producers for that matter. Our electricity for those who do live in a first world country, we really take it for granted. And we don't think about what goes into turning on a light switch, except for maybe how much it's gonna cost you per month. Most citizens don't know what, where, or how their jurisdiction is producing energy. And for most of us, we don't even have a choice as it's the only company that provides energy to your area. Like for me, for example, in an apartment, I have no choice but one company to provide energy and I have no choice but to get my energy from where they produce their energy, whatever sources of fuel that they use, which for most countries is a combination of oil or petroleum and nuclear and renewable resources as well as coal. Many countries, especially China, are still using 
coal, which is also really bad for the environment. So unless you've got a house with solar panels, you're forced to comply with the only options available. Even if you turned off all your lights and unplugged all your appliances, there's still a base rate for water and electrical just to be connected to these services. So you have no choice but to pay these companies money every month, which is extremely unethical in my opinion, and lets these electrical companies gain massive wealth, control the prices, and have political control over whatever area they serve. Some underdeveloped countries still don't even have electrical infrastructure at all, and still are burning animal feces for heat as their major source of energy. Countries like India or other Asian countries on the eastern side of the continent. The hope though is that with free energy technology, an infrastructure would be more feasible and affordable to provide. And also for anywhere else in the world to produce it. And I think that's why the technology is repressed, because it would elevate the human race and the most powerful forces in the world would prefer class struggles and a species at war with themselves. Not only would free energy threaten to improve the capabilities of the 99%, but it would also devastate the current economy. I mean, this is the trap that's been set. If anything happens to oil, so many other businesses and jobs would be lost, those not even involved in oil. This is the trap that has empowered oil to remain the number one source of energy in the world for a century plus now. And oil isn't just sold to be used for creating electricity or for fuel of cars and planes. Oil is also involved in the making of plastics and lubricants. And plastics are used in so many items that are produced, either in the product itself, in the packaging, in the shipping, and then used in the cars to ship it, and in the fuel that goes in the car. And it's really the most ingenious marketing scheme when you think about it, if it wasn't destroying our atmosphere. But for stores like Walmart, almost every single product there has plastic on it. I truly believe that's why cannabis is outlawed. So plastic can continue to be pushed as the oil industry is desperate to maintain relevancy because we all know there's no evidence to support cannabis being classified where it is in the United States and many other countries where it's just absolutely illegal. But if you really think about how much gas we still use in our everyday lives, without even thinking, we use it to heat our buildings. Where I live in the city, if you have a house and you don't mow your lawn, you actually get fined. So it requires you to have yard machinery, which is oil-based. And think of even how much large buildings and hotels use a day. They have to heat every room, the pools, the electricity to power the appliances and electronics, and so many light bulbs. 
and there's a million hotels in the world. I mean, it's just endless to think about how much energy we're using and it wouldn't be as big of a deal if this was coming from a renewable resource. But just to think that this is coming from a non-renewable resource, something that's limited in the ground, something that's around our Earth's core. And as we burn it at an excessive rate, it's releasing gases in the atmosphere that's, bless me, that's basically ripping a hole in the ozone layer and exposing us to these harmful rays from space that, you know, the earth has had to protect life here. I mean, it's this magical atmosphere and we're just tearing it apart without any thought or consequences for our action. The obvious solution is a combined force of the renewable resources that already exist, like wind, hydro, and solar. And although they aren't necessarily cheap in the infrastructure of the power, such as building a dam or, you know, a turbine, countries like Norway and Iceland are already at 70% power being renewable, which they're producing a lot less power for smaller populations than countries like the U.S. and China, but it still proves that this is powerable, this is possible, but we just have to do it on a grander scale. But honestly, that makes me want to live in Norway and Iceland. If anybody listening to this lives in those countries, please message me or comment. Let me know what it's like to have such an incredible resource at your fingertips and what you notice in your community, if it's made a difference or not. But I do believe it's possible for the rest of the world to get there. I still believe in us most days. And no matter how the energy is produced, upgrading the world's infrastructure it's going to take us some time, maybe even a hundred plus years. But moving away from the fossil fuels that rule the world, both figurative and literal fossils, they've got to go. Some more recent inventors have leaked inventions that they claim can provide free energy to the world at an even higher efficiency than oil. As this is an argument against renewable energy, is that it isn't efficient or reliable or as reliable at creating energy as oil is. And another argument also against renewable is the limited availability. And as climate change unpredictably exposes these issues in the world, it would be wise to develop alternative renewable resources that don't rely on the weather. But these are, of course, kept the most hush-hush. One form of energy that is speculated to be able to be generated infinitely and freely is zero-point energy. You may have heard it in discussions surrounding Nikola Tesla. Since the discovery of accelerating galactic expansion, scientists have thought that there's a force stronger than gravity 
that's perpetuating the infinite expansion of the universe. Great minds like Tesla and Einstein had ideas that this force of energy could be harnessed and generated as electricity. And this would save Earth from the current energy crisis. Expeditions to space have previously attempted to find hard evidence about dark matter and energy, but theoretical physics and our limited technology only got us so far, and no theory about dark energy has been 100% proved. Nikola Tesla was often quoted saying he believed that empty space, or zero space, could power the entire world into the technological future and be driven by a power obtainable at any point in the universe. And this may be kind of confusing because, you know, we're really familiar on Earth with matter, but it can really be hard to wrap our heads around antimatter or also referred to here as dark energy or zero point energy. The term zero point energy comes from the laws of physics, basically using the example of potential versus kinetic energy, that at that point of potential energy, before it transforms into kinetic energy, it has zero point energy. And that is something that is believed to exist within space, where it is all darkness and lacks gravity and that's why they call it dark matter. I think it's because of lack of a better understanding of it and also dark energy too. Same thing, it's just that potential energy, darkness, they don't understand. What scientists do however understand is that 68% of the universe is that antimatter. What we know as visible matter is approximately 5% of our entire galaxy. Of at least what they know of the universe. Which is always expanding, so it's hard to say whether that's proportionally expanding or not. But what else is odd about that percentage is it's obviously not equaling 100%. There's a 27% variance that is unknown whether that means they don't know what is there or it's just a variance between matter and antimatter and those are the only two things, I don't know. I couldn't get that far in the research, but I'd love to at some point. But just knowing how giant the universe is, I'd say that it's quite a renewable and infinite resource as far as we know it. But Einstein's equation E equals mc squared teaches us that matter and energy are interchangeable, merely different forms of the same thing. Matter is just multiplied by the constant C squared to get energy. And Einstein actually theorized that antimatter is the cosmological constant C squared. So if you think of the equation, you have energy being the result of matter times antimatter. And if this equation stands to be true in any energy equation, including that of electrical energy, 
then we should theoretically be able to harness antimatter to create energy by combining it with some form of matter, which could potentially be anything. So Nikola Tesla had actually worked for Edison in 1880 at Edison's General Electric, which I didn't actually know until doing this research that Edison started General Electric. Edison offered Tesla $50,000 to improve a DC generator. Within a few months, Tesla Tesla informed Edison that he had indeed improved upon this generator, to which Edison refused to pay Tesla, basically saying, fuck you and welcome to America. And after that, Tesla really struggled. He was very poor. He was a ditch digger until the Western Union Company invested in his AC power system, which is an invention that's still widely used today. And then, of course, before the end of the 19th century was the birth of the infamous Tesla coil, which is basically just magnets inside of a metal coiling system that is capable of generating high voltages and frequencies. Like abnormally high voltages were created from this coil and Tesla's coil was actually 20 feet tall so it could create a massive amount of power and these machines have so much power in fact that there is a resulting form of light that you see if you see the machine they come you know bolting out and some of these are neon or fluorescent lights but also potentially could be an x-ray coming out of it from the amount of power that's created and it could also send and receive radio signals which was the first radio technology ever invented and at a time where they didn't even have wireless telephone technology I mean this was massively revolutionary and I did actually link this band's YouTube page where they use the Tesla coil to have a crazy light system and they explain how it works. And there's obviously much smaller, but being able to see it actually be used is really interesting. Even if you just look it up, you'll find somebody doing their own rendition of it. But in 1898, JP Morgan, the evil man himself, actually financed the research of Nikola Tesla for $150,000. And only three years later, Tesla ran out of the money. And somebody ended up being beating him to the punch and was the first to send a radio signal on their own invention. So that person, I can't remember their name, some Italian Mussolini-like name, but he was actually the person credited with the invention of the radio. And in 1912, things got really bad for Tesla. He started showing some really concerning behaviors, such as aggressive OCD, where he became obsessed with cleanliness and doing things in threes. Personally, 
I believe the conspiracy that somebody did something to Tesla, whether it be some form of hypnotism or lobotomy that caused him to get so hyper-focused on the number three the way he did. Granted, I know that this type of condition is it's common and it's not common but it does occur in nature and tesla did have beliefs about 3 being the root of the universe as it is the root of different equations that create sacred geometry which is the pattern that exists in all life and personally i believe he had figured something out about energy that people wanted silenced and this thought about three being the root of the universe maybe it had something to do with his research or not but this was the thought that he clung on to after his brain had been tampered with and keep in mind lobotomies and torture during the early 1900s was no surprising or rare feat But after Tesla's death, his inheritance and much of his journals and research went to Donald Trump's uncle, John G. Trump, which is just a weird and interesting connection that could be made. I did a little bit of research on this just to see if I could find any other connections between Trump and Edison and the families in the past. I did also find this really funny Facebook page dedicated to Elon Musk being Thomas Edison, a reincarnation, or just that he's been a cyborg and been alive this whole time. I put a picture of them side by side on the episode website, and they do look pretty similar, at least similar enough to mention. But Donald Trump, the former U.S. president, even compared Elon Musk and Edison in an interview where he called them both geniuses and quote, we need to protect Thomas Edison and Elon Musk, the geniuses that invented the light bulb. John G. Trump, who received Tesla's research, was the brother of Donald Trump's grandpa, Frederick Trump. So there could be a connection on the family tree. I did link the pages that have the wikipedia family tree for john g trump so could be a connection there Uh, they could have also just had connections being freemasons in the new england area all around the same time as jp morgan 20 years after tesla's death john trump made magical discoveries in microwave research And he invented the very first x-ray machine. Ironically, after after 20 years after Tesla's death, where he had all this incredible research, where he said there was nothing important found in it, but suddenly he invented all this technology using x-rays. And he was well, well known for working in classified government programs. In 1944, John Trump was actually the director of the lab for the Eisenhower military regime, 
where he set up a radiation lab in Paris, which is odd, but honestly disturbing because Tesla didn't just invent powerful generators. Among his later research, he had over 200 patents for death rays that Tesla quoted would end all wars, which is cryptic. But he also had developed electrostatic walls of energy, and he claimed he could have a way to record people's thoughts. It is also claimed that Tesla tried to file a patent for a remote-powered flying saucer. This patent was actually denied upon being deemed a threat to national security. And there's just a ton of suspicious behavior surrounding the death of one of the greatest minds Earth has ever known. I mean, Tesla's research could have absolutely changed the world. And there were some things that were released by the FBI a couple of years ago. I did link those as well on the episode tab on the website. As far as I can tell... There are such things as small-scale generators for your personal house or potentially even a small neighborhood, but nothing I could find could confirm this was possible for a city the size of Denver or Miami, let alone something the size of New York City. Whether this information is being completely erased or it just really hasn't been figured out yet, I couldn't tell. I did link, however, some generators and resources on the subject I felt to be the most likely to be legit. But I'm no electrical engineer, and I do hope to try to build some myself and figure it out once I buy some land and could have my own independent grid of electricity on my property so you don't have to rely on the city or wherever you live to do it for you and to do it ethically because at this point I'm desperate to get away from fossil fuels it just feels really gross to be a part of like I try not to drive very much but anytime I go to the gas station and fill up my tank I feel like I'm committing a crime or like having sex with somebody I shouldn't. It just feels really dirty. If there's anywhere I approve of getting sprayed down with hand sanitizer on tax dollars, it's gas stations. But then you see those electric stations for Tesla and it's like the cleanest thing in that whole area. They look so futuristic and sexy. If you do have Tesla, though, and connect into your own electricity, you would still be using oil and defeating the whole purpose of having an electric car. And this is often the case for most charging stations for the public. If you do happen to see a charging station that has a solar panel on top, that is going to offset a percentage of the city grid being used, but not completely. So it's almost impossible to completely avoid fossil fuels at the current moment. Tesla also has an app that you can see a map of the charging stations that they have. 
and there are two types. The supercharging stations actually use the DC current that Tesla invented to quickly charge the car to 100% battery level. And this would take 75 minutes to do from a low battery. They also have regular charging stations, but those take about 12 hours to charge to 100%. These regular charging stations are free, but the supercharging stations are not. And they're also said to be really intense on the battery and will shorten the battery life, which is often one of the complaints about Tesla is that the battery doesn't last very long and a replacement on that battery could be ten dollars to $20,000 depending on the model. It is just overall sad how as a society we've become so disconnected from where our energy comes from and the footprint of our actions. But anywho, I'm going to go through a couple more generators that I found that people are using to go off grid, disconnect from the man. And obviously just the basics here, no crazy terminology. You don't need a physics degree to understand it. I definitely don't have one and can only put it in layman's terms myself. So one interesting form of generating energy is called a biogas generator. You basically put compost plant material, dirt, manure, and even human sewage, and you put it inside of this digester, it's called. And as the organic waste breaks down, it releases heat and gas, which the gas is actually able to power a generator which could then create electricity. Magnet motors, which use magnetic arrangements to move turbines, similar to wind, but instead of relying on wind, you use magnetic repel and attract properties. <laughs> but the magnets do lose strength over time and need to be often replaced. There's also bike-powered energy which I've seen before at concerts, powering the entire event. So I know it's possible and it's out there. And now we've got to the final category here, which is just my thoughts on the subject. How are we not able to take advantage of gravity and wheels to create enough electricity from elaborate pulley systems? They could even turn like a large warehouse with all these elaborate obstacle course events like giant dominoes that fall and then bounce back up on trampolines and like the hamster wheels where you know people who have the videos where they have the ball falling and it hits a spoon and the spoon turns and it hits a mouse trap and the mouse trap hits a string like the city could have this whole elaborate setup and charge visitors to come see this cool artistic looking system that powers their own city. It would be like a local museum, but this actually creates the energy and it would be an educational opportunity and that would pay for like the materials and labor aspect of it, the people to run it, distribute it, do the admin, etc. And that way it would be free for the city. 
and for the users. I mean, clearly more creative people and interesting people need to be doing the city planning because it's just so boring and unclever. It's basically like we're still living in the early 1900s, like some weird time warp, even though servant robots exist. Why can't they generate the energy for us? I just don't think anybody has tried hard enough to look at all the alternatives because fuel has worked for so long. And we're so desensitized and questioning what we're taught to think about a different world. I mean, at least the average person is, and anybody who is looking into these things is getting silenced. And that was a huge thing I saw, a lot of broken links and you know, it's hard to tell with these generators, just a be wary in research, that some people are selling fake generators out there saying fuelless generator, you could power your whole home. I mean, if you're going to buy anything like that, absolutely do your research. Be careful. It's obviously electrical work is has its safety concerns. So be diligent in your fact checking. But it's about time that we finally start to work with the environment instead of against it. And truly then will the environment take care of us back. If you have to dig that deep into the ground to get a resource, it's likely not even yours to take. And frankly, as far as my education has served me, oil is absolutely running out. The lower reserves of fracking and what they're able to get down there is more money to frack than it's even worth to sell the oil because the compounds in the oil are less what they want for fuel purposes so it just becomes dirtier oil and they're now using tar sands to produce oil like they're so desperate to continue this mega industry that they've created and it will hopefully be funny in the coming years to see them scramble not funny to see our economy crumble but it is an inevitable change and we're all going to have to build some cushion for the blow of this massive change in our lifestyle and the way we live and the way we think about energy But if we're clever enough, we should be able to create enough power by sectioning off our cities. And each section would then have their own access to a set of fuelless generators that use a variety of methods to produce the energy. And for most cities, the existing infrastructure of wiring at least would work or maybe even need simple upgrades but you know as long as we're maintaining this use of electrical all we have to do for most for first world countries is just upgrade the production and storage and try to come up with more clever and sustainable methods for this but it's unfortunate that this just isn't being focused on at all it would be a better use of our tax dollars than half of the crap that the government spends it on but It's just altogether shut down. 
but I do believe it would be possible for us to use sustainable materials to either create a generator and a battery to create electricity for free without relying on weather, or that there is a type of energy better than electricity to connect into. Research into this further should be one of the most important things for science and people with an engineer's brain, in my opinion. All we could do on a personal level, if you're not an engineer developing energy alternatives, is to just look into fuelless generators and solar panels, recycling your rainwater, composting systems, different ways that you can rely less on these corporate systems. And, you know, Elon Musk may be Edison or an elite psychopath, but he is at the same time, you know, creating this disturbance in the fossil fuel industry that's providing us with an out. And if you have the resources, it might be worth taking that out. Or we just really have to come together and demand this research and exit from fossil fuels, which also means an exit from using plastic. And this demand can directly be seen from consumers by not supporting and purchasing from these companies. They will have no choice but to divest. Probably going to wrap the episode up there. It is getting late and I have covered a lot today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to see any resources I used, remember to go to the website, theconspiracymanifesto.com. Go to the episodes page and look for episode 10 and you can see any of the links I used. Also that picture of Elon Musk and Thomas Edison. If you want to follow us on social media, the links are also on there, as well as links to make a donation to the podcast if you feel so inclined. And that is through PayPal and Stripe. Those donations contribute to our studio space, our equipment, sound quality, and the ability to make more episodes for you all. No pressure though. If you love the show and want to show appreciation, there's other ways to do it. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that is a huge help. And if you do, I'll give you a shout out on the next episode, where next week we will meet again for more conspiracy.